Hey you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Welcome back to the Reach Hangout. Today's conversation centers on vulnerability. In other words, we don't always have to have ourselves together. It is okay to do things in fear and not always be confident. So let's grab our beverage of choice. For me, it's gonna be water, snacks, and a notepad, or go to the note section on your phone for today's episode called Fearfully Made. Again, today's episode is called Fearfully Made. So let's get into it. What comes to mind when you think of the word fear? Is it an act that gives you anxiety or bad nerves because of the anticipation of failure? Do you associate fear with not knowing? How do you define the word fear? Yes, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. It states that in the Bible in Psalms chapter 139, verse 14, and in 2 Timothy verse 7, chapter 1, it says, For God have not given spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. So that comes from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. But when do we allow ourselves to tap into that part of faith and strength while we are in fear? Or is our response to fear categorized to the point of importance? Like depending upon the importance of how fear enters into my life determines how much acknowledgement, how much addressment do I give fear? Making this declaration to ourselves that, you know, we can not be fearful while pursuing a vision, a mission or whatever. But you can be fearful while pursuing a mission, a vision or whatever. And honestly, that shouldn't be the focus. You know, most of the time we allow our minds to wander in this rabbit hole of doubt and place barriers in the way to enable our coping mechanisms not to do what they are supposed to do. Then it comes to a point where if we feel like we are failing and we don't see progress, then we just put it to a halt. We stop it in its tracks. We are allowing those what if scenarios to pop into our minds and question whether or not if it was God that we heard or was it ourselves or some other voice of some sort, though God is not the author of confusion. We may think that his instructions are vague and they lack important details, but it is a starting point to see if we can trust what we don't see. God's instructions is not so much about the information that he gives us, but it's more about can we trust God enough to move even when we don't see? Yes, I'm confident and I trust the Lord and I obey his instructions from time to time. But on the other hand, I get overwhelmed by just not knowing where God is taking me. And occasionally I can get drained as well from trusting the process because, y'all, if I'm just being completely honest on here, sometimes the process don't be given. That process be saying out of order to me sometimes. 
And, you know, there's only so much you can do and say to motivate yourself to the finish line. But in certain situations and circumstances, it takes more than motivation. However, my motivation stems from my obedience to God. Even when I tell God, like, God, I can't do this. I'm unable to do this. And as I am reflecting on my personal self and my personal growth, it reminds me of the story of Moses, which is in the book of Exodus. Y'all, I'm finally out of Genesis and I'm moving to Exodus. And it's in the book of Exodus. And God told Moses that he was going to lead his people, the Israelites, from the hands of Pharaoh. Now, if God approached any of us and told us that we was going to move a whole nation, what would your response be like? I know he ain't talking to me because how, how? And that was Moses' first response. His first response was in the spirit of fear. He started questioning God and saying that he couldn't confront someone of such authority, meaning Pharaoh, because he doesn't have the speech, the etiquette and so on. And God got frustrated with Moses and he was telling him like, you have a whole brother named Aaron that can help you. But Moses was still giving excuse after excuse after excuse. And God had to remind him of all of his resources. And number one, God was like, I'm the God that gives you the ability to see, breathe, talk, hear all of these wonderful, miraculous things. So you can't even trust me to help you. If I'm telling you to do something, I'm not letting you do it on your own. I'm doing it with you. So, you know, Moses obeyed God and his instructions and he led the people out of captivity just to give y'all the heads up. But the point I am trying to make in this correlation in this example is that it's not about if you are qualified. It's not about if you are capable. It's all about are you able? Are you able Are you able to get back up after being knocked down? Are you able to be led when you don't know the outcome? Can you humble yourself when you know 100% of the time you are right, but you still have to have a humble spirit? Are you able to obey and walk in your fear? Every day allows us to opt out because of fear. Every day we get hit with something that we can use as an excuse to God and to ourselves as to why we cannot progress, to why we cannot do the things that we can do. But we shouldn't allow fear to stop us. Instead, we should allow fear to fuel us because being a child of a king doesn't come with any restrictions. Yes, it comes with battles, (laughs) but it doesn't come with restrictions. We have the authority, dominion and power to look that situation or person in its face and speak prosperity over it while shaking in our boots. Okay, because God is already in the midst. God is already present. He is already setting things in motion for those stumbling blocks in our lives that he can turn into stepping stones. We can create, y'all, we can create and change the atmosphere we are in and entering. The anointing attached to us can only be restricted if we allow it to be. 
Don't let life walk all over you like this little dirty little welcome mat because you are not a trash can. You are not a disposal system. You're not waste. You have purpose written all over you. So if we allow fear to stop us, what does that say about our relationship with God? That we can trust him in every part of our life except fear? I don't think so. God can remove fear, but we must be willing and able to continue moving, to continue persevering. In addition to us moving and persevering in our life and our journey, that fear will turn into love and a sound mind. We cannot allow fear to stop us. We can. We must rebuke the spirit of fear because it goes against our birthright. And the last time I checked, God's word is not void. Everything that he speaks must come to pass. That says that in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. I have said it over here time and time and time again because it is true. Whatever God speaks, it is so and it will come to pass. Regardless if it come to pass tomorrow, the next day or the next day or the next day, it's already in motion to come to pass. So whatever is attached to me that goes against my birthright, it has to lose its grip off of me. Any generational curses attached to my family will no longer rest with me because it goes against my birthright. Depression goes against my birthright. Anxiety goes against my birthright. Fear goes against my birthright. Any affliction or sin that goes against my birthright has to let me Go. It has to let me go. God has called us to do good works for his kingdom. So it has to let you go. Not because I said it. Not be okay. Let's make this one thing clear. Not because I'm speaking it, but because God said it. And what did I say? God's word is not void. Whatever he speaks comes to pass. So I'm not going to wait on my body and my mind to give me the green light and the okay to move because my father, who is my helper, who is my keeper, who is my protector, who is my confidant, who is my way maker, my alpha, my omega, my beginning and my end has already set things in motion for me to go. He's already set avenues created specifically for me so I can fulfill my purpose, so I can do my works for him. If we allow fear to carry so much weight in our lives, we won't be able to grasp the acknowledgement that fear can be defeated, y'all. Fear can be defeated. And if we keep putting it in the forefront and saying that it can't, then we can't see the opportunity that we can't see the capability that God can defeat fear. The key to overcoming fear is this, being obedient. I'm going to say it again. The key to overcoming fear is being obedient, following God, even when you know you don't deserve to be in that room. But let me tell you something. We may not feel like we may be worthy for certain things and we may feel like we are these broken little things like nobody deserves us. Like we, every time somebody come into our life, they always want to leave or whatever the case scenario may be. Like we feel like we're not 
worthy to receive anything good in our life. Like we don't deserve the good things in life. You deserve the good things in life. We deserve the good things in life. You want to know why? Because God made us worthy because of Jesus. Jesus died on that cross for our sins. Jesus died on that cross so we could be worthy, so we can have that opportunity. So we are worthy. We are worthy. Even in our mess, we are worthy. The only person I know that will ever try to save me out of my mess consistently after I have done wrong time and time and time and time again is God because he allowed Jesus to be our advocate. Jesus is our advocate. So even if I mess up, even if I say, you know what, God, I hear what you're saying, but I'm not doing that. Jesus is still going to be my advocate. He's going to continue to fight for me. He's going to continue to pull me out of the grasp of the enemy. But I have to be able. I have to have that mindset. It has to click for me. If it don't click for me now, it needs to click for me because I have to have that mindset of I have to be able to move out of my fear. So I need to change my can't to can. I need to change my won't to will. I need to change my no to yes. And I need to change my fear to God have your way. God, have your way in my life, God, less of me and more of you, because it's all about humbling ourselves anyway. That's what it's truthfully, honestly about humbling ourselves, minimizing who we are in the flesh to allow God the opportunity to father us and guide us and direct us in the path that works out for our good. Do not attach anything else in your life to fear and say, God is working this thing out for my good. He's working it out for me right now. As we speak, God is moving right now. My question is this. Can you still move in the spirit of fear? Because God is not asking us for the impossible because he knows it is possible if we allow him to come in the midst You are the passenger. God is the driver. You want to know why God has the luxury of being our driver? (laughs) Because he knows the destination. He knows how long it's going to take for us to get there. He knows all the interferences. He knows all the stops that we may have to take. He knows what we need before, during, and after our departure. God even knows what we need once we get to the destination that he told us we was going to. So that's why God is our driver. That's why God is our father. That's why he is our keeper, our way maker. That's why God has authority over us. But he doesn't say, I'm God, I rule you. He's like, I'm your father. Let me father you. Let me love on you. Let me teach you. Let me guide you. Let me cultivate you. I know you have fear right now, but I don't give you the spirit of fear. Don't allow fear to restrict you. Y'all, it's a lot of things I do and I'm fear. Like I be shaking in my boots. I be so fearful. I'm like, God, I don't know. Like, I don't even know if this is the best thing that I should be doing for me right now. And God's like, do it. And y'all, I'm scared. And God be telling me over and over again, do it. And old Lydia wouldn't do it. 
<laughs> but new Lydia has come to an understanding of if I continue to align myself with God, even if I am filled with fear or not, I must continue to move. I must continue to persevere because as I am moving, that fear transforms out of me into power, love, and a sound mind. Do not allow fear to stop you. I just like it when people say they can't do stuff because of fear. You should use that as an opportunity to look the devil in his face and say, I can do this while I am still filled with fear because I am a child of the king. So don't allow fear to restrict you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are made for a purpose. You are here for a reason. Don't allow life to use you as a doormat. Don't allow people to use you as a doormat. Don't allow anything to use you as a doormat because you have purpose attached to your name. And that is on period. Well, our time at the Reach Hangout has come to an end. If you have enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, follow, share your respectful thoughts in the comments section, share slash tag a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Your girl is on the podcast and make sure your post notifications are on to know when the next episode drops. Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel, Lydia's Chronicles, by subscribing, liking, and commenting so I know that you found me. And all of my socials will be linked in the description box y'all check it out i'm dropping a video tuesday i did the style on my locks and i'm gonna be transparent with y'all i'm not feeling it i'm not feeling it i'm not feeling it at all but i'm gonna keep it in for about a week and then i'm gonna take it loose but yeah check out my youtube channel i do vlogs i do a lot on there just check it out because why not why not not check it out if that makes sense why not not check it out all right (laughs) i'm done if no one has told you this today I love you, God loves you, and Jesus loves you too. But other than that, this is your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia, signing off until we meet again. P.S. We must remember the end game on here is to grow to be the best versions of ourselves. Okay? Mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually with who? With God, y'all. I love you, SBCs. And until we meet again, bye.